We are outdoor ladies who hunt, shoot, and fish, all while working in conservation and chasing kids. I'm Julia Plugi with the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. And I'm Michaela Ray with the National Wild Turkey Federation. Follow us on our outdoor adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of She Goes Outdoors. Uh, this is actually part B. Uh, we had our guest speaker, Marissa Jensen from Pheasants Forever and Quail Forever on last time. And we ended our conversation talking about the thrill of turkey hunting. It gets everyone's blood pumping. I can like hear him in the back mocking me this fall now. <laughs> so uh, we're going to move into part B. And this time we're going to focus on, you know, all three of us in this room are moms. We've all got kids. Julia's got four. I've got one. Marissa's got one. Um, and we're going to talk about some of the different things that go along with being a mom and getting into the field. So uh, Marissa's situation is a little different than Julia and I's as everyone's situations are different. Uh, Marissa is a single mom with an awesome 10 year old named Kaden. And so she's going to talk a little bit about the some of the challenges of getting into the field when, uh, like Julia and I mentioned earlier, we don't, you know, you don't have someone to necessarily leave your kid with, yeah. you know, at the ready. Yeah. Different circumstances and different challenges. And it's, it's definitely going to be, you know, different for every single individual regardless. Um, you know, one of the challenges that I think all of us face is, technology and, you know, just getting kids excited as everyone's on their phone. <laughs> We're listening. I swear I was listening. I had 20 minutes away from my email, you guys. Listening. First world problems. Um, you know, it's, it's so hard. And, you know, we do live in an urban community. We live in the city. And so, you know, just he's not exposed to, you know, friends that are necessarily hunting and fishing every day. Um, you know, and, and it, from the beginning, you know, I didn't start hunting until he was a little bit older. Um, and so he didn't necessarily grow up like that as an infant, um, since I didn't start hunting until I was 30. And I actually remember, I remember the first time I came home, he was, he was staying with my parents and I'll kind of get into some of that too. Um, but, uh, so for me to, for me to go out and hunt, he's got to, yeah, you know, go, go somewhere. Um, he either comes with me or I have to find someone to watch him um, since we don't have somebody else at home. And so I went on my first turkey hunt and he is very much like I was at that age where he wasn't so sure about this hunting thing. Mm -hmm. He likes the animals. They're cute. Why would you shoot one? Yeah. Um, and so I had not told him yet that I had shot a turkey when I came home and he had found a turkey beanie baby oh. and had it ready for me <laughs> because he was expecting, this is, you know, how much confidence they had in my skills. He was expecting that I would come home empty handed oh. and so <laughs> was going to give me this beanie baby as like a consolation prize. Oh. Oh, mom, you know, here you go. You didn't shoot anything. Here's your turkey. Oh. Um, but I shot one and I was so excited to Just show Just in case him. you need a memory, I have a turkey beanie baby in my office. Oh, this one's camo. Oh even. my gosh. Yeah. I like it. I've got a, mine didn't have a beard. You know, after I, I showed him the turkey, I was so excited to show him. He wouldn't talk to me for like a 
day. He was like, how could you do that? You know, fast forward a few years and now um, he loves wild game. He loves to eat wild game. Um, That's one of his most exciting thing, you know, after I shoot something. Um, But it's, it's definitely a challenge. And it's one of those things that either, you know, I find daycare for him or not daycare, but childcare or he goes with me. Yeah. And um, sometimes it works out really well. Sometimes, as any parent knows, it's a total disaster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the second you get out there, you're like, well, this was, you know, a waste of time. Let's go home. Like, yeah. turn right back around. Yeah. They're too cold. It's wet. It's, you know, you didn't make hungry. Yep. I go to the yep. bathroom. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's definitely, you know, just trying to figure out what works best. Um, you know, I found that blinds, you know, any activity where they can sit in the blind yeah. and they don't have to sit still so much is really helpful. Yeah. Um, but even then it's just, it's just a struggle. Um, you know, my biggest thing is regardless of, you know, if he decides to hunt or not, when he gets older, at least he understands how conservation's funded. At yeah, least he enjoys absolutely. eating wild game. And at the end of the day, you know, that's, I think, what matters most Definitely. to me. Cool. Yeah, yeah. we find there, you know, the, the youth generation, um, you know, where you are located in Omaha, definitely is not exposed to it near as, um, as we sh- feel that they should even if it's mm-hmm. just fishing yeah um you know my my son you know he's exposed to it from when he was born with our family my husband doing it now I'm an adult onset hunter and he he sees it as oh that's super cool that mom does it and, yeah um and I've noticed that at school that he is his best friend at school. His best friends um, goes trapping and fishing. Mm-hmm. And now his best friend wants to go turkey hunting with Kyler. So yeah. there is different environments out there in, in um, the way or how they could be exposed to the environment that that we would like them to be yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and Nebraska is blessed with a lot. We are a rural community where a lot of youth out there are. Um, exposed that way and you've introduced your son in a different way which is was absolutely amazing so um we commend you for that for (laughs) so many ways (laughs) and some and then we hope that Caden will continue that on and share or you know someday that hey let's go out hunting with grandma (laughs) you know she has actually you know gotten to the point where you know she's not she doesn't want to carry a gun she doesn't want to shoot but she you know I like to hunt by myself a lot that's kind of my my escape oh we get it oh yeah so you know that's just that's my me time. That's my mom time, right? Yep, we um, get it. We get it. And so, you know, she's be, being a mom herself. She's like, oh, I worry about you when yeah. you're out there by yourself. And she's like, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily want, want to hunt, but she's gotten to the point where she's like, I'll talk with you. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I think that's a neat way to introduce people is just, you don't have to hunt. Just nope. come with me and yeah. see how, you know, once you get out there and you see the sunrise on, you know, a duck blind mm-hmm. or a turkey blind, or you get to, you know, flush birds in a prairie, like that's, yeah, it's pretty neat. I mean, even if your goal is just to get your steps in for the day. Oh, it'll know, do that. Hunting, yeah. You can do that in a hurry. Oh so. my goodness. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, you were talking about kids and school and being from a rural area and Kyler having a friend who's interested in the outdoors. And I saw an article the other day, I can't remember what state it was in. It's not Nebraska. Um, but the school had a, 
bulletin board in their hallway and it talked about set, uh, celebrating all of their students' accomplishments yeah. and that included hunting. And so it must have been like a rifle season or something like that. And so kids were able to bring their pictures of all of their accomplishments outside of school and inside of school to post on this bulletin board. And there were lots of hunting pictures. And I, I thought that, that was super cool. Um, just a unique way to bring everyone together, share different perspectives. Like I said, I don't remember what state it was in, but it was Probably cool. Wisconsin. They seem to have it together. It actually, <laughs> it actually might have been Wisconsin. I don't remember. I'd have to go back and look. But I thought that was super cool and that just is a different way cool. for kids to share, yeah. you know? This yep. is what I do for fun. What do you do for fun? Um, it, speaking of in school, you know, Kyler, yesterday they had a um, auction where they earn like uh, Viking bucks at, in the school. And I think that's just the reward for accomplishments, yeah. finishing a projects. And then like... Um, if they want to do something special, they pay their Viking bucks to do something. Well, mm-hmm. yesterday or this week, they had an auction. And so um, they brought things to the school and then they bid on it. And they were, it's supposed to be, they were supposed to buy gifts through this auction to take home and give their parents. Well, Kyler oh, was... What did you get for Christmas, Julia? I got some lovely smelling <laughs> Bath and Body Works lotion. Oh, that was thoughtful. It was very thoughtful. But you know, my son was so upset because I would not send, I wouldn't send Bath and Body Works products with him to school. Um, I, A, because I already heard that there was a lot there. And I thought, well, let's think about other family members that are looking for something different. That are the female who want to wear lotion. <laughs> yeah. Or so we packed it. He was, the first thing he wanted to take was uh, fishing um, gear. And so, and he came back home and he was bragging that um, his best friend was so excited to be able to buy the fishing gear to take home and oh, give cool. to his dad. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's a really cool idea. Yeah, he was, it was fun. The, the activity was fun. Um, you know, we were, appreciate the teacher supporting to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, his son, his best friend was able to take home this gift for his his dad so yeah um so think about those dads as well and fishing and maybe there there are moms that fish too Uh while they're wearing their scented lotion Um, I actually saw, uh, I don't know if either of you follow the Nebraska hunting and fishing bragging board on Facebook. And I saw a cool post the other day about a guy who has a five-year-old daughter and they fish a lot in the summer. And he was asking a lot of questions about ice fishing because Mm -hmm. his daughter, um, wants to fish and it's winter and he wants to make sure it's safe. So he was asking a lot of questions about, you know, how do you know if the ice is safe and stuff like that? But I'm like, how cool to have your five-year-old daughter, you know, you fish all summer long. She clearly loves it and wants to keep going. Yeah. How cool. I feel like ice fishing is a really neat way to get kids involved too. Um, I mean, yes, it can be cold, but there's, I mean, Nebraska Game of Parks has a couple different fishing clinics that Mm -hmm. they, they host. I mean, obviously the biggest component being if there's enough ice, but um, you know, going back to technology, um, my son really likes to ice fish because you get those fish finders out there oh, and you, yeah. you'll, you'll jig and you can see the fish coming up and you can see him going away and you can see him coming up oh, and he just thinks, like a video game. It, is. <laughs> it is like the perfect mask cool. of outdoors and technology. And so, you know, those are, I guess those are ways that you can really try and technology is not going away. So how can you utilize what's out there currently to get them excited? Yeah. Do you guys ever, um cross-country ski no it looks like a lot of 
effort. My husband <laughs> got snowshoes for Christmas yes. last year, and she uses them on the trail systems in Beatrice when we get snow, and she loves it. We so, live by the Mopac Trail, and I see like a lot of like obviously skis going. That would be nice and yeah. level to try it. <laughs> so we've decided in the off season to teach the dogs how to. It's called ski joring. The dogs? Um, yes. And so um, getting my son a pair of cross-country skis. Ooh. You hook the dogs up to this oh, harness yes. system. Let them go. Yep, yep. Probably need a helmet for that, I'm sure. That <laughs> takes care of the concern of me being out of shape. Right. You don't have to do it. The dogs are, and you're wearing oh, out the oh, dogs. The oh, kids yeah. are getting outside. Yeah. You're wearing them out. Right? It's my perfect. dog's a nut. That I would be know. perfect. It's, actually, German short hairs are like really good for that. Yeah. Well, Carissa and I both have short hairs, and yeah, so she gets it there. Hers are a little younger than mine, but mine is uh, still a nut. My fat Antolian shepherds would be like, and I'm done. <laughs> and we're like, and you're off into the fields. Yes. Yep. Yes. Awesome. Well, Marissa, thanks for doing a second episode with us Absolutely. and sharing your story. And, uh, and we'll chat with you all soon.